Patrick. Patrick. Patrick, I should have I should have texted you for advice. You're you're the one that's like out still partying at 55. I mean, I don't think you care if you come in at 2:30 in the morning. Sarah, is this a post? Is this oh. a post bachelorette? Lost my voice. Yeah. What happens yeah. in Nashville stays in Nashville. Uh, Charleston, Feeling, Charleston, you know? Charleston, South Carolina, but uh, oh, Charleston, sorry, I thought but, it was Nashville. You know, I actually was proud of myself. I, of all the group, I was like on my best behavior as far as like. So, so give me the details. How old was the bride, or is the bride? Twenty eight. And oh. I, uh, yeah, so no you're, kidding. You were like the mom there. You were like the mom. Oh my god! So tr- totally, totally true. <laughs> At a 41-year-old, at a 28-year-old bachelor, all the girls, my, the only person that was also 41 was my college roommate. We've become good friends with Esther, who was the bride-to-be. But the other girls, uh, yeah, there's a big difference between 28 and 41, at least for me. Uh, it's hard for me to keep uh, up. Trust me, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, 28-year-olds, they don't, they don't like to go out until 9, 30, 10. I'm in bed. Oh my God, me too. That was the hardest part. That was hard. like you were asking me if I was drinking. I drank a little, but I can't do the days like, I don't know, they did some drinking game, of course, like some flip cup yeah. karaoke drinking game. I don't know. I was like, I can't even participate. Like I knew if I participated in that. You, sa- you sound really old right now. You I was like, really old. I can't even, pre- I was like, I'll run the music. I can't even do that. But the problem is, is they would pregame, you know, for like two hours and then they wanted to get to go out to these nightclubs at 9:45. I'm like, shouldn't we be like can't we wind We're, down? I mean, this is crazy. Was there a lot of was there a lot of day drinking? Yes, they did a booze cruise. They rented a booze cruise. Again, I like nice. you know, I'm sh- I guess I don't know, you can still hang, but I just like pretend, you know, they bought everybody <laughs> they got everybody custom yeah. drinking mugs. And nice. I would just pretend my yeah, my Kristen, I just Kristen and I can hang pretty well because you know obviously we have uh, kids who are that age and uh, you know you gotta uh, you gotta keep up. You can't be the you can't be the parents that go home at like seven o'clock or eight o'clock. You gotta pace, pace. You gotta pace. You know what I was? Wait, wait. Did uh, have and you and did, you can't you can't take a nap. So my my daughter Gabby has a has a a saying you know it's like an elephant it's like a elephant dart to the face it just if you take a nap after drinking and take a big pause you're done you're done for the night like you got to keep going you got to push through keep going you know water maybe a red bull maybe a high noon you know and you can't go to the hard stuff until it gets dark if you're doing hard stuff during the day oh yeah you're you're, done you're, you're toast you're done you're done. Um, you know, it was interesting, though. I was going to ask you this because your son is getting married. It, there was, it yes. was really funny in Charleston. There were a lot of moms and mother-in-laws with their daughters for their bachelorette parties. Are you going to your son's bachelor party? 100% not. <laughs> oh, really? You're not going to uh, go? I, w- I, I will say I was, I was asked if I wanted to go, and I politely and very quickly declined. Now, it's why is that? Are you place... worried that you'll you'll like be acting a fool there, or are you? No, like, you no, no, no. Well, yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say no. No, it's it's his bachelor party. It's his friends, uh, and the, my wife, who you know well, uh, and Gabby are very close. Yes, my daughter and Kristen didn't even go on Gabby's. It's just not. 
the parents shouldn't be there. The in-laws shouldn't be there. It just, it's weird, right? Just go with your friends, yeah. repeat the wedding party and a few other you know people who are close to you and, and have fun. Um, yeah, so, so the answer is no. Um, and uh, I think Patrick's fiance, I'm not sure, you know what, I don't... I, They've gone back and forth so many times of where they're going. I think it might be Nashville or Savannah. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, or they they might both be going to Nashville back to back weekends. Okay. So, like the girls going down one weekend, and yeah. So we'll we'll see. But um, now yeah, the. I don't yeah, need to go. I've one more friend that is like 28 and I will go to her bachelorette party. Oh my God. I'll be like fucking 43 or 44. That's it. Like I am done. I'm like, I'm too, this is crazy. I, you yeah. know, I can't keep up. These girls go all night. Uh, they're nurses. They were like, oh, we could get IVs. By the way, when like, oh, I got married, you know what a bachelor party was? You go what? to like your local pub and like. Now it's like a four-day weekend. You need to take out a loan. Yes. You know, it's oh thousands of dollars. Yes. It's like you got you to gotta prep for a month, please. I know. Like, like, no, the cost. The cost is – I mean, look, we got – we had to get a table one night at a club and, and bottle yeah. service. You know, that's over – now, again, you're all splitting that. I mean, they were – I don't I want didn't to – I didn't – I didn't realize good. Charleston had like clubs like that. I guess they do, right? Yeah. Charleston is the second I mean, I've biggest... been there a bunch, but I don't yeah, I didn't realize. Charleston's the second destination for bachelorette and bachelor parties behind Nashville. So Nashville's number one. Wow. But you're right. These things are like going a mini wedding. Like the cost is bananas. I mean, they were yeah. good. They they tried to keep the cost low. You know, but yeah. well, but you still, have to be careful because you have you have a you know, if you're inviting let's say 10, 12 people or whatever the number is, you have you know you have a lot of probably people with different means, and, Di- and yeah. you know they're also buying the wedding dress, they're also buying have to either travel to your wedding or stay in a hotel. You know, you start adding it up, and if you have four or five of these in a in a year, it's like well, are you man, and Kristen? Credit card takes a hit. Are you guys pitching in for your son's bachelor party? Because I did think it was nice, like the booze cruise, right? I mean, that's, you know, that's a pricey thing for two hours. But the parents of the bride paid for that. They paid for all that. Um, so that was great. So it was really nice on Saturday morning. We got up, you know, you do this cruise. Yeah. And and anyway, that big cost. So are, will you guys, I'm sure you will. You're very generous um, with your kids. Yeah. So were you guys going to do something? I do, I do remember for Gabby's, I think like... They have like a thing where a bunch of people could like buy drinks or contribute. It was like a cool little thing. It was, I don't remember exactly how it was structured, but um, like people, there was like a, like there was a, I guess the, the, the maid of honor um, sent out like a link where people could like contribute and they had to use it on, on the trip. Oh, okay. So like people could buy like a hundred dollars for a round of drinks one night or, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right. So, well, the anyway, bottom line so of this story you're, you're, is you're recovering. You got a cold there. You lost your voice. Yeah, I look. I'm, I'm messy. I look like I'm puffy. It's the whole thing. I, I go. So, what do you want to talk about? Because I, I need a million filters. I just, it's really bad. When did you get back? Yesterday or Sunday? Sunday. I'm still recovering. It's going to take me like five days. I am not God. meant for this. I got to go to one and of those. KJ was fine. Yeah. Was Dan's that the first a good time dad. you were away? 
No, I had to go away one other time last year at this time because, you know, my mom, my mom's a mess. But anyway, you know, she had kidney yeah. cancer. Now, thank God she's right, yeah. been fine. She had a kidney removed. She's been all good for a year now. But so that was the only other time. This was the second time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, Patrick. Anyway, crazy. What do you want to talk about? We got a lot going So Moving I on. take it based on, you know, how you feel and you were at the bachelor at party. You were not at the Met Gala. No, I was not at the Met Gala, but I, I actually enjoyed this year's Met Gala. I liked the fashion, actually, which usually I hate. Usually people look so bad. It was I, it interesting. It was much better this year, much more restrained. Yeah. Uh, what, was the, what is it? The Carl, Carl Lagerfeld, the beauty line, I guess, was the theme, uh, which, you know, based on – and I read this this morning, so I had, this wasn't in my purview before – getting ready to discuss the Met Gala. Uh, yeah, obviously he, he he's designed so many different lines. And so I, I think it was very, there was a lot of, oper- there, there was a lot of uh, choices. Yes. People could run. Yes. But there was a few crazy things. Well, no, Jared listen, Leto I, as a cat, you know, but. Yeah, I mean, listen, the whole, you know. Uh, I mean, listen, I think, it is what it is, right? It's it's a bougie, uh, privileged, bully, um, bully, mostly mostly liberal um, event, right? And um, it is a fundraiser, but it you know it's obviously a fundraiser for for the arts and and the, and the museum. Uh, whatever. I mean, it it you know. I mean, what do you, you know, a lot of me, well, not a lot. Some media outlets tried to make a big deal about, well, here we go, you know, the woke celebrating a man who was a fat phobe, which is true. I mean, he did not like fat people. He didn't think that fat people should be modeling his clothes. Uh, Initially, he was against gay marriage. He said things like he didn't think that two men should be raising a child. Then he changed his stance. Um, So, you know, people, he had controversial takes. I don't know. I mean, I don't really. I just yeah. feel like who who doesn't have controversial takes at times? Do you think, or do you think there's a lot of hypocrisy there? Listen, I think it's Hollywood. There's so much hypocrisy. It's beyond. You can't even. You you cannot even. It's Hollywood, the entertainment. It's it's all that. There's so much hypocrisy in that space. Um, you can't keep track, right? And this goes back, you know, years. Uh, so. It, you know, I think it, it's just, it is what it is, right? right? It's, uh, it's an event. It gets a ton of press because that's the world we live in now. You know, the social media, the, the video, uh, you know, space. Um, I don't, I, you know, I said this, I don't either like it or dislike it. If I was invited, I would absolutely go. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Yeah, there's and I'd be yeah. I'd be a, I'd be a hypocrite right with everyone else. Yeah, walking the red carpet and they'd be like, "Who's this guy?" You know. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I will say though, I'm a big Anne Hathaway fan. I thought she looked fantastic. Yeah, me last too. Night. She did. I agree. Uh, I, I mean, agree. there's a lot of people did, <clears throat> but uh, um, I I really thought yeah she she's I'm a I'm a big fan of, of hers. Uh, and I'm sure the after parties are just oh. awesome, right? Oh, my God. Totally. Yes. That, again, I would be hungover for five days for But it, it was yes. a big – listen, a big weekend. You know, the White House Correspondence Center in D.C. D.C. became, you know, a hot spot for, for a minute. And uh, 
over the weekend and then leads right into the Met Gala. Obviously, two very different events. But, uh, yeah, I, I did not go to the White House, House Correspondents' Dinner. Okay. So um, I was invited. Um, just really have no desire. Like, I mean, yeah, we had some people attend from, from Fox 5 and, and obviously every other outlet was there and, you know, a bunch of celebs and, you know, I, I, th- I thought it was a okay, it's, from, what I, from what I saw, it seemed like back to normal, probably the first year truly back to normal. I mean, last year was pretty close. This year was, I think, even really, you know, they said it was very comparable to 2019 in terms of, um, well, obviously 2019, um, the president wasn't there. Yeah. But, um, but in terms of like the size, the scope, the parties, you know, the who's who and, and, and all of that stuff. So did, have, did you ever attend? When no. You, were did, had, no. You, you never I, got to go? No, I think because, well, I don't think Hot 99.5 was ever considered part of the media. And then, I don't know, I probably just didn't hobnob with the right yeah. people. So I never, no, I never yeah. got invited, which I was kind of fine with too. I guess there were a couple years that it looked like there were really amazing people there, but now I never minded either. I guess you have to get into the parties, which I think now you can, you know, obviously if you're not getting into the parties, it's a shit event, right? It's, it's just another black tie, you know, crowded, overly crowded, crappy food event. It's, it's the pre parties and the after parties and the night before like, that's, that's that's what makes, yeah. Right. I mean, the actual event itself is eh, whatever. It's a freaking, you know, rubber chicken, black tie event. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't know how long the comedian hosts for. You know, Roy Wood Jr. was the comic this year. I mean, I didn't watch. I saw I obviously either. a bunch of clips, some of his jokes. Uh, you know, and then like, jokes are jokes. I, I thought Biden was, eh, he was okay. You know, there's certain jokes I think you should say there. You can make fun of you know things, and I thought a couple of his shots were actually pretty good. I I didn't love the joke about how he. Um, you know, he said some this event is like my presidency or, or my appearance here is like, you know, I, I speak for 10 minutes, smile, don't take any questions and leave quietly. Right. And everyone applauds. Ooh, all these journalists are applauding. And I'm saying to myself, that, that's not good. Right. I mean, and I don't think it was joke. It was a joke, but I don't think and try to I, I get jokes. Right. I. I but I'm not sure that was in that setting. That's the right joke. With I mean, the event is to honor journalists and free speech, right? And the First Amendment. So the problem is his joke is reality. He does not take questions, right? Yeah, so well. it's not a joke. That it's not a joke, right? So, um, but whatever, whatever. I mean, it's another. Uh, you know, DC gets the spotlight uh, from a kind of a entertainment perspective for for a weekend, which is which is which is nice. So, uh, so a few few other things. Yeah, I guess we could on? bounce around. Um, so, poll came out. We talked about this last week briefly, but from a political perspective, you know, still no announcement from DeSantis. So, poll came out. Yesterday, I think it was an ABC News poll. 
uh, might not have that correct, but where DeSantis is ahead of Biden nationally and then in certain particular states. And, you know, in this case specifically, I saw Georgia, where I think it was a four point lead for DeSantis in Georgia, which is significant because Georgia's a state that flipped to Biden because of all the Trump stuff and the controversy around, um, you know, you know, uh, Trump and election and, and yeah, sure. Well, I mean, so, that kind of happened after the main, you know, obviously the election, but still there was a lot, there was a lot of lot, lot going in there. And that, that was the one, one of the surprise flips, right? A state that traditionally is red certainly has turned a little bit less red. Uh, but Trump was behind Biden in Georgia. The problem for the Republican party and they have, they have several. Okay. The Republican primary voters, for the most part, I saw another poll, again, CVS News poll, that said the top concerns or the top things that are going to dictate their vote and the nominee is stopping wokeness or challenges to wokeness gun regulation, pro-life, you know, all the, you know, more right-leaning issues. That's got, definitely going to favor Trump, um, but not going to win a general election. It's just not. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't understand the thought process. You either want to win the presidency or you don't. Trump, will not win the presidency. And I know, go back to 2016, a million people said just what I said, and he won. Right, I know. It, it's not going to happen. Unless, God forbid, Biden, right at the last minute, something was to really happen you know, terribly to him, or um, he really deteriorates in the next you know, year and a half to two years, you know, and truly incoherent and, and 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 all that stuff from a health perspective but <clears throat> i just in the general election i just i cannot see trump winning <clears throat> and not only do i not think he would win part of the other the other interesting tidbit in this poll about the santis was he really helps the down ticket republicans and we've talked about how it's a very very favorable map in 2024 for Republican senators. There's a very good chance they could really pick up significant Senate seats, three, four, five Senate seats, and have the majority in both the House and the Senate. I think Trump hurts those chances. So not only do I think they may lose the presidency, I think there's a good chance then they lose the House and the Senate again. And that would be the third no, the midterms, his loss. That would be the fourth terrible election for Donald Trump. Obviously, his midterm when he was president, not mm -hmm. good. His loss to Biden, not good. The Georgia runoff, not good. <laughs> the past midterm, his candidates, not good. Actually, it'd be the fifth if you count the Georgia runoff, right? So uh, 
Yeah. So I, I just don't, you know, and I know you can't coalesce or force the primary voters around one candidate. You know, they tried to do that with Hillary and they ended up losing the, you know, the election to Trump because of that. They didn't, I don't, didn't seem like they let it play out the way it should have played out. Probably Sanders getting the nomination at that point, right? And who knows, does Sanders beat Trump? Maybe, maybe not. You know, was there enough people who didn't like Hillary, didn't love the Clintons, didn't want to see a second Clinton in, uh, thought that she was definitely going to win, so they didn't come out and vote for her? Would they have come out in droves for Sanders? Who knows, right? Revisionist history. Yeah, yeah, you can't but, even, uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, totally in the past. we'll see. Uh, I know, it's going to be, but I mean, I, is DeSantis really running? I mean... I think he is. I, I think, really? And is he ready? Yeah. I don't know. I, is he ready? You know, you wonder if the hesitancy is like, because obviously this Disney thing is a mess, right? Disney now is suing, you know, the state of Florida and Ron DeSantis over the. Okay. You what, know what? What? You it, don't it's think? It's interesting, though. I, it is and it is, right? Because DeSantis is so high profile, because he is perceived as one of the front runners for the Republican nomination. He obviously is going to get more scrutiny and attention from the, the from the press. And in this case, without a doubt. And Disney is so high profile. But you know, did he miscalculate going after Disney? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. It happens to governors all the time. There was an article, and again, she's not running for president. There's an article about Kathy Hochul in New York you know, another very large state where th- there's there's an advisor that she listens to who lives in Colorado. And basically they say he is, every decision goes through him. He's a paid advisor over $500,000. Okay. Right. And again, I'm not saying there's anything nefarious there. I, it's just, if that was DeSantis, could you imagine if, if some person sitting in Colorado was making decisions for Florida and DeSantis, that would be front page news. But because Kathy Hochul is not running for president, it's not, or maybe you know, perceived to be running for president. But obviously when you run for president, you're under more scrutiny. Think decisions you make or don't make. But a lot, a lot of people in the press are acting like this, this, this Disney thing's defining him. He is so popular in Florida. The economy is so good. People are moving there in droves. Everything's going well down there. But you, but all you hear about is Disney, right? So it, it's a little misleading because obviously they want Trump because they think they can beat Trump. I'm telling you, if you, if you got an honest assessment from top smart Democratic operatives, they do not want a DeSantis-Biden battle. No way Biden beats DeSantis. No way, no how, no chance. Unless something yeah. unbelievable. Unless, well, you know, unless can, Ron DeSantis is like a total bumbling mess, you know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, all right. Well. It doesn't matter. Because he. first of all, he would never be. Harvard, Stanford, military, lawyer. He's not going to be a bumbling mess. The, 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 the 43 years old, beautiful family, uh, 
widely popular governor in Florida, which is adjacent to Georgia, which is a major state they have to flip. Arizona, maybe Wisconsin doesn't turn. I think that's on the fence. Nevada, Wisconsin, Michigan. I, I, I just don't see. Now, if Biden says, I'm not only going to do one debate and sit in the bunker again and, you know, who knows, right? Uh, I think the only thing but that's I do, a little... But I do think Biden beats... I do think Biden beats... Oh. Nikki Haley. Yeah. I do think... I think Tim Scott's very interesting for me. Uh, popular, rational. Um, it'd be interesting to see, you know... You know, obviously, South Carolina adjacent to Georgia. Now, Tim Scott's interesting to me. Um, All right. But, but I, I would think Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, and DeSantis all scare the crap out of the Democratic Party, except for Trump. And again, Trump scares people just because he's Trump, and you never know what happens on election day or the, you know, with the early voting and all that stuff. And does Biden, God forbid, have some sort of medical issue or something goes really bad toward the end. Um, so you never know. And could you imagine another Trump presidency? So no, there's, but there's, I actually, think there's maybe fear win. from that standpoint, but in terms of actual winning, they absolutely want Trump to be on the ticket. They want a rematch. Do you think? Because what happens, what ha- what a- to me, what happens without Trump? I don't think people love Joe Biden. I don't think the center left or center right, well, maybe center left, but certainly center right, probably would vote for Biden if it's Trump. But they're not going to not vote for DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Tim Scott. So that would hurt Biden, I think, in the general. I just think there's two... I mean, he, he's at 44% approval rating, 45% approval rating. 70% of Americans do not want Joe Biden to run again. Well, just because of age. That number. Just because of age. It's not like okay, what their administration... It doesn't matter. They're looking for an alternative. Yeah, they not are. Not Trump. Right. But they are. And that's the question. <clears throat> is, that's true. Is a center right... And again, you could debate where... DeSantis is on the spectrum. And I told you last week, I think he made a bad decision uh, doing the signing the six week abortion ban, because I do think that makes him look more extreme to the right. Um, when actually he's governing back. See, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel I think, like this six I think weeks the mistake was a good I, move. God, I'm sorry. Well, I think the you, six weeks was a good move because it essentially in a way is saying like i mean look you know the truth is because most republican everybody most people are fine with some form of abortion everybody's against a late term abortion for no medical reason i mean that's murder everybody most people agree with that but i think the 6 weeks was good because it kind of leaves the door open that he is you know everything's in negotiation so at least he's saying he doesn't agree with a total ban and I think it's easy I know, to go. But from- I think six weeks, six weeks, I think six weeks is perceived to be basically a ban. Most women don't know they're pregnant by six weeks. They, they may not even know they missed a period at that point. Um, and I don't know. I think it I think, gives I think flexibility the, for I then a 15 mistake- week 
medical thing. You I can think always 15 come back. weeks. Yeah. So I think the mistake DeSantis is making, and it's not necessarily even a mistake. It's very hard to walk that needle between mm-hmm. being perceived as a pro-business, less regulation um, type governor, and yet having to outmaneuver Trump yeah. and then also become endearing to the, the, the more right wing of the party, right? It's very difficult. Democrats can do that much easier based on the issues. I've said this for years and years and years. It's very difficult for a Republican candidate to tack all the way to the right on these issues and then come back. Right. Their social issues, their cultural issues, their hard stances. If, I, if you sign a six week abortion ban, then that's what you believe. If you if you if you believe in, you know, you know, no, absolutely no restrictions on gun usage or whatever. That's what you believe. Oh, we're going to tax the rich. We're going to have them pay their fair share. Great rhetoric. Easy to come back from. Uh, well, the economy is not as good as we thought it was going to be. We don't have the surplus we thought. We're losing wealthy people. We need to tax them less. Very easy to kind of, based on circumstances, change your opinion or change your policy stance on those issues, right? So, um, I, yeah, I also don't think the Republicans will ever win another popular vote. I just think that the country has changed so much. Um, now, the one caveat also, which I think helps DeSantis more than people are talking about in a general election, okay. is the Hispanic vote. He is very, very popular in Florida with the Hispanic community. Now, does that translate to the Hispanic community in other states? Maybe. But he is very very popular with the Hispanic community in, in Florida. And um, so so I think DeSantis is, for the Republican Party, the by far best choice. He's hard enough right on certain issues. He's absolutely conservative, brings us a, a pedigree of elite universities, military background, and has proven at an executive level he can lead a large state. But we'll see. You know, I still think it's going to be Trump. Unfortunately, unless something happens that we don't expect. And I think the Democrats probably uh, at that point, maybe even hold on to the Senate, which they're expecting to, or it, wow. it, it, it's crazy predicted that they would lose the Senate in 2024. So anyway, that that's, that's kind of the take there. Uh, <clears throat> big decision in Maryland from Senator Ben Cardin. Okay. He will he will not seek re-election. Democrat will not seek re-election in Maryland in 2024. So that's another now open seat that a Democrat holds. Uh, Why is that? Why is he? He just decided that it's time to step down. And... Uh, He's, it's interesting because older. the question is, you know, Larry Hogan came out, popular governor, Republican, moderate, as you know, in Maryland, two-term governor, which is, A, it's very rare for a Republican governor to win Maryland to begin with, never mind two terms. Uh, I think left with a 58% approval rating at the end of eight years. 
uh, said he was not going to run for the presidency because he didn't feel there was a, 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 a space or a place for someone who's you know, very moderate in the Republican Party right now, certainly not to run for, for the presidency. Does he run for Senate? Is this an opening for Governor Larry Hogan, former governor, to see if he, the Republican parties could pick up a Maryland Senate seat? Wow. I, I think he would be very, very formidable. You know, it'd be interesting. Very, very interesting if he ran. Could you flip that seat in the Senate to Republicans? You know, so uh, wow. I, I hope he runs. I think it'd be uh, a really interesting and be very good for our business because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think then they would spend a they'd have to because I think to beat Hogan in the Senate, you're going to have to a put up a very good Democratic candidate and b spend a shitload of money. So. Uh, that, that's Bring good. on the ads. Uh, Bring on the ads. Well, Bring on I'm wonder- the ads. I'm wondering your thoughts on the state of media. You know, um, overnight, obviously, Vice News that's been around since, I think, I don't know, 1994, I think they initially started yeah. as a free magazine, filing for bankruptcy. A report, you know, the late show is ending after did they 30 actually file years. Or did they say, did uh, they actually file I think they're or expected, did they say they expected to file? Expected to file. I mean, look, BuzzFeed is over. Vice yeah. has said it, it's headed for bankruptcy. Now, I guess okay. somebody could always save them to some degree. But, you know, um, James Corden was losing money for CBS reportedly. They were spending yeah. $20 million a year. Uh, we have a writer's strike that started. And then there's also an AP story about two-thirds of Americans blame the media for the division in this country, that that polarization sells They've contributed to it, and that's one of the reasons Americans are so divided. What do you? This is that's a lot, a lot throwing yeah. out there. But do you have any thoughts on the state of media? Because yeah. I think it's going to be very interesting over the next three to five years. So I think there is well several different issues there. Okay. One, let let's start backwards from the trust standpoint. Okay. Uh, or blame the media. Local news always, 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 by a wide margin, is the most trusted source of news in this country. Okay? So, from a local news standpoint, I feel very good about the state of our industry. Yeah. How we report the news, how we how we hold people accountable, how we provide information, how we... Um, can have fun doing it throughout the day with the various shows that we have, especially at Fox five. So I think the state of local news is very good. Obviously cable news is, is it is what it is, right? I mean, I think it's polarizing. I think it's targeted to certain audiences. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, you know, it's, um, you know, I think that's where my guess would be. That's where a lot of this comes from, right? That that tied to that. I mean, and then listen, you start getting to certain newspapers, publications. You know, I think the lines have been blurred between opinion writers and 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 factual journalists who write for for certain publications. I think that line has been blurred. Um, I think. You know, I've said this before. I think Trump, for good or bad, 
I think he exposed a lot of people who called themselves journalists who clearly had a bias or a bias was created to defend against Trump, that they felt that they that they had an obligation to defend or not defend, but combat Trump, right? And, and to what, and obviously if you're combating it from a factual standpoint, that's okay. If you're combating it because you're bringing your own personal biases and emotion to those articles or news stories or whatever, that's not okay. So that that's where I think that comes from. Okay. In terms of the James Corden and all that stuff, personal opinion, it just wasn't a very good show. Right. Guess I think not. a lot I mean, of these. I don't know. I think a lot of the James Cordons of the world become popular, not because people tune into their show, but because people see clips. They see little bits on social media the next morning. They see, um, you know, they, they see the two or three yeah. segments or the one segment or the one soundbite or the one clip that was actually funny or, or decent. And that's how the, and again, James Corden's a talent. I'm not saying he's not. The show just wasn't very good. It's like the other late night shows, you know, the Jimmy Kimmel's and the, you know, for the ratings they deliver, they're so overpaid, right? The shows are so over budgeted that they become untenable. They become not sustainable in this environment. Um, you know, Letterman and Leno, and obviously I'm going dating. You know, back to the the, the Carsons. They were popular because they were great. And again, well, not, also like, you didn't really Ballin have that and many Kimmel choices. and Corden, they 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 all Conan O'Brien, they all have talent. Don't get me wrong, they're talented individuals, right? But they're not in that they're not in that stratosphere. Letterman is probably the best interviewer, entertainment interviewer, one of the best of all time. Okay? And you could see how successful he's been on his Netflix specials, right? Where he interviews he, he's just so good at it. But Letterman also became even more popular because his top 10 was started to get played on all the morning shows. And then, you know, I don't remember the timing, but I think he was at the early end of social media when he was at the tail end of his show. Uh, but I look at the late night shows and, you know, certainly Colbert, his show is just political. His show for, for, for the four years of Trump was just an anti-Trump show. And I think his ratings reflect that. And again, when I say ratings, I'm not looking at his national ratings every day. The ratings in Washington, D.C., our show Final Five beats them every single night. Um, Fallon, I think Fallon's fine. I think, you know, Seems like a good guy. Seems like he, you know, he, you know, he, he's someone entertaining. I also think these shows become very 
formulaic, very yes. scripted, very Yes, the packaged. jokes are so stupid. I mean, it's. I just think people have it's so just, many choices now. They have so many choices. Yeah, I think it's, that you hit the nail on the head. You know, these shows are dumb. They, they, they almost dumbed down the jokes to the audience. And honestly, who's tuning in at eleven thirty at night to see these these types of shows? No one. People are watching amazing TV like Succession, and I mean, I think you are in a niche. By the way, like Succession, you said. and I'm shifting gears on it, but Kristen and I just finished the last episode of Diplomat. Oh, I don't think I've with, ever watched with, that. Uh, oh, it's number one on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen uh, this. I've seen this. Yeah, it's spec. <laughs> Spectacular. All right, I'll have to watch Diplomat. So good. Okay. Smart, great writing. Um, just, you know, I hate these shows that, like, make certain characters look dumb. And you know they wouldn't be dumb if they were in that position or if they held that, you know. It, it, it's, like, it's hard to believe that somebody would not realize something's going on in a show or, I mean, in a, in a storyline. Uh, the Diplomat does... I'm very, very. Uh, it's uh, what's her face? Russell. What's her first? Uh, I know. I want to say it's Carrie Russell, but it's not. It's Carrie like, Russell. Is it Carrie Russell? Yeah, it okay. is. Yeah, <clears throat> Carrie Fantastic. Russell. Fantastic. Great cast. Anyway, big fan of Diplomat. Uh, no, I think we, you I, you have I, a niche with local news. People want to know what's going on local news. I think that's kind of exempt, but I mean, I think it's going to be interesting. But also local news. Also local programming. So, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. where we have been very successful at Fox 5, and, you know, I give a lot of credit, all the credit to, Who? you know. The, Yourself? The content. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> myself. No, the I content think. people and, and the talent because, you know, we've talked about people like Jim Loke and Angie and Marina and Jeanette and Wisdom and uh, I, I'm missing Holly people. They all I, can, they, a lot of them I can go on and on. Yeah. Marissa and all of them. All of them, they could bounce from news to these other shows where they know what the line is. They can be authentic, have fun. And listen, thank you. I take a little bit of credit for it because as a general manager, I have to be comfortable and they have to know it's okay to be themselves. And that, you know, being themselves is not going to be looked down on, right? And then what's the content? You know, how, how do how do we how do we curate that? How do we what are people interested in? And um, so, I, you know, fr from that standpoint, we feel we feel very good with the state of our industry. Uh, what was the first one? Uh, oh, Vice and and them. Yeah, listen, I think it's a t it's a tough environment Buzzfeed, out there for consuming gone. that type of yeah. for for you know consuming that type of content and you know for every buzzfeed though and for every vice you know you have axios and politico and some of these others that are you know doing very well so i believe they're doing very well i know well. are I they financial i feel like the model well, is now like a sub stack it's like a sub stack it's a joe rogan maybe. it's a i just you know i don't well, know I, yeah i we but you and i have talked about that you know what can it I think I it's mean, Barstool Sports. Know, I mean, who who's watching ESPN anymore? Who cares about what ESPN is doing? I think it's Barstool's, you know, I mean, we talked about we talked about Tucker Carlson last week. Is Tucker Carlson the next Joe Rogan, right? 
could, like, could he be? I would be. I think could if he, I were Tucker, I'd do could, it totally could he, on my own. Could could he have 40 million followers? Yes. Or whatever. I don't even know what Joe Rogan's numbers are. Uh, but you got to want to do that, right? You got to want to, you know, the one thing Joe Rogan does very well, and again, you know, he lets his guests talk and he, and we've talked about this. He gives them three hours, 245. He doesn't force the dialogue. And most opinions that come out or thought-provoking stuff, and there is, if you truly listen to Rogan's show, and you don't have to agree with it all or any of it, but you should listen because most of it comes out of his guests, not him. Question is with a Don Lemon or a Tucker Carlson or you know these other people who you know the, that try these you know different formats. If they make it all about them, does it work? Right? I don't know. Does I it know? Work? And can uh, they translate from short form? You know, Don and Tucker Carlson had what eight minutes, maybe seven minutes, and then yeah. they've got to go. You know, can Tucker Carlson translate to a long form? I I don't know. I mean, I. I I'm not, I, do I don't think, watch either one of them. I do think I do think hour long hosts can translate fairly well. I think the people who would struggle translating are like network news hosts who truly only talk for about four minutes and a half hour national newscast. Like the like, and again, like super smart people, but like the Lester Holtz of the world. He literally is probably only talking for three and a half hours, four minutes. I'm you know, not diminishing right. his accomplishments or what type of – he worked his butt off to get to where he is, right? But it's it's the intro story. It's a quick, 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 quick. reporter, yeah. a prepackage, back to him. You know, he looks like very, you know, you know, it's, it's a different it's – it's a different – it's a different show, right? It's a different thing. Uh, so yeah, I, listen, I think, um, and, and then throw all the streaming stuff in there where, you know, it's, it's a crazy world. It really, I mean, it is, it's kind of it wild is, where it's headed. It's very wild. And you know, what amazes me and we're, we're, I'm droning on here, but it's amazing to me that people find the content, the days of having to promote and again, Promotion is so important. Marketing is so important. But if it's good, people find it. Certainly in the streaming space and certainly in the digital space. People find it. These YouTubers who are making a fortune, they didn't, they didn't probably spend a dime marketing themselves. It was natural. It, it was organic. And it just happens, right? And then they have 30 million followers, 100 million followers, 10 million, whatever the you know, number of views, sure. whatever. You know, I look at Jeanette Reyes, who has, you know, tons of TikTok followers, right? People found it and then and then at others and then the algorithms take over and people get fed the content because people they like liked it. And it's just this machine of, of, of information that just kind of gets sent to you. Uh, and yeah, it's it's an interesting new world, and you have to really try to understand it. And it makes my well, life very, very much more complicated. 
I bet. I bet. It's 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 going to be an interesting three to five years for you, I'm sure. Like, it is hard to know because you're right. I mean, Joe Rogan has himself and one producer. I mean, now, of course, they have a beautiful studio and all these things, and I'm sure they've yeah. invested a lot. But their overhead and is like so any, small. And like with anything, it always gets more expensive as it makes more money and stuff, right? Yes. Which it necessarily shouldn't. But you're right. The 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 the, the cost of entry is minimal. It's so minimal now. It's I know. Minimal. I know. Versus a Rogan, which is twenty million bucks, right? Yeah. Like you can't compare them. You know. The other thing too is, you know, CBS, like all these platforms, they own Paramount. They could create a bunch of these on the streaming space to see what hits. Like, yeah, but the I, problem I, I is, is people aren't going to want to work for them because, like, Joe Rogan, CBS could never hire Joe Rogan. I mean, the topics. No, I'm of- not saying Rogan, but what I'm saying is, okay. And then. Okay, got to go. No, no. So, again, going back years and years, when digital first started, okay. we took linear content, broadcast content, linear, and put it on digital, thinking it would work. It did not. Okay, then we figured out the content on digital platforms has to be unique to digital. The articles have to be written a different way. The video has to be edited a different way. Okay, and then that evolved into all kinds of iterations, and we, we tried to figure it out. And certainly, we you know we're still learning. The streaming space. Well, what happened then was things started to resonate on digital that didn't necessarily on the linear, or you didn't really have the data to back up if that was what was driving the linear viewership or engagement. So you were able to take things that you did on digital or for digital only space, and then put them on the linear feed. TMZ is a perfect example of that, right? TMZ was an internet website that became so popular, it became a linear broadcast show. And obviously has done exceedingly well. There's been hundreds of examples of that. Now we're in the streaming space. You could try things in the streaming space without a lot of cost necessarily going in. Some are expensive, like the Netflix streaming shows. Obviously, they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars on all of that. But podcast space, see what works. And then that could create content back to your other platforms, assuming you own those other platforms. So it's a reverse engineering of what, how it used to be to now how it is. And it goes for like some of the shows we've created. They started out as segments, right? And think about, think about even in the syndication world, Dr. Oz was a segment on Oprah Winfrey. He became a show. Yeah. Dr. Phil he was too. a guest. Rachel Ray. The Dr. Phil. Rachel, they all started out there. A lot of the Food Channel stars started out as a judge, and then it became something else. So that's where we're at, right? And it's interesting, and it's fun too. So, um, all right, we'll that have was to continue my little this. industry. No, it's that was, good. Sorry, I went on a diatribe there with my my industry stuff, but um, it's 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 very interesting. It uh, is, it is. I, I, and by the way. You're, you're successful and you're in this space. You're trying to find niches in whether it's podcasting, video casting, uh, certain p- potential cable shows or streaming shows. Uh, I mean, you're living it every day. Oh, my God. The I'm good, so the glad. bad, the ugly, right? Yeah, I mean, I, the uh, you know, it was rough starting, but now 
I'm seeing the payoff, but I, you know, the thing that I, th- I think next time I want to hear your thoughts is, but it's like, why would somebody work? For, and I don't mean this about you because you're a very good boss, but I'm saying like, I think what CBS and, and MSNBC and Fox are going to, why would people want to work for you guys? Because like I'm seeing oh, it. They still I still pay a lot of money. Hold but on. you can't say what you want to say. And now you're going to have Tucker. You have Megyn okay, Kelly. But, you have Joe but, Rogan. They say anything yes, I, they want to say. You you can't. I don't think you can allow your talent to do that. But how are you going to compete? It depends on what you want. What Fox News and MSNBC and CNN provide you, though, is a structure and a platform that is very widely distributed in almost every home in the country and has a has a baked in following right so there's people who thrive in that environment yeah that's true i'm i'm the first to admit i'm not i i think i could i think i would i think i've been not good fairly successful in our industry but i don't think i could do a startup i i don't think i could be you Right, I, it was I just rough. don't it was have rough. that. <laughs> really but, rough. But I, I, I don't have that. I don't think, and maybe I do, and I just haven't really tried it. Um, but there's people who want that structure. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Structure, it's true. Yeah, yeah, right. And and that support and the marketing and all that comes with that. You are right. I mean, you. It's what I do is very difficult because you've got to be able to edit video, edit audio. You've got to book your own. I mean. It, that is, you do have producers. I mean, not everybody. Well, I mean, can listen. Do if, Tucker, what... if Tucker Carlson started a, a, a podcast, I don't think he'd have to do that because he's Tucker Carlson, right? But right. The, the point is, the Don Lemons of the world, and I don't know if he would be successful or not. In yeah, that, I don't know in that space. Tucker Carlson's of the world, Megyn Kelly, and all these others who are now are trying to do it. Before they were on. CNN or MSNBC or Fox News, they would not have been successful in that space because I don't think they had that a following. And I, but now, so it works both ways, right? It absolutely. Joe Rogan did not need that, but Joe Rogan was also popular from a few other things, and then people tested it and they liked what they saw or yeah. heard, whatever. Yeah. You know. So it, you know, it, it works both ways, right? So fascinating. Um, All right. We got it. We'll have to so continue this. Um, right. Okay. Where do people follow poor, you? Poor Victoria. She almost has an hour <laughs> listening to listening to me drone on well, about nothing. She, she probably has good thoughts on what's next for media. That's yeah. where we want to hear. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Patrick, where do people follow you? Pat, Patrick, Patrick GM, Fox 5 DC. On Twitter. All right. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye, bye. Patrick. Bye.